I think that's where it ends. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Welcome to AAWI, the And Also With You podcast from Affable Idiots, where we fucking booja. Every week, join us and all your other lifelong friends as we laugh together. We share secrets. Uh, I literally, during that hold screen, I, I, I pooped beef stew. He did. I didn't, though. I was sitting here serenading him about Johannes Gutenberg. It's true. <laughs> and we strengthen our friendships on this off-color Mr. Rogers-esque show. I soy one of your hosts, Chad Michael Linus, And I have with me here the indomitable Jesse Kenkudaragi-Neal. Ken Kudaragi. I don't know what that means. But I am indomitable and abominable snowman. Very good. Ken Kudaragi is was some sort of executive at Sony Entertainment Corporation. Mm. That's mm. it. I, he's now Is he dead Ken now? Ken Kudaragi is now one of my expletives. Whenever I like oh. if I if I'm scared, like if I if I think I'm gonna trip and fall, then I go, oh, Ken Kudaragi. Or if I I don't oh, stub yeah. my toe. I'm not Matt, but... And all of you other lifelong friends listening and Burn watching across Matt. the world. <laughs> Burn on Matt. Uh, speaking of burning on Matt, I believe he's signed up to host with us next Sunday? week. This Sunday. Porkchop, <gasps> why haven't you signed up what? to do with us? Not sexually. He has. <laughs> speaking of, oh, you're the guest. the question. <laughs> Is uh, you're of the guest. We would love to... Uh, host a show with you. So please go to affableidiots.com. Sign up to be on this show on Respawn Aim Fire. Our pets' heads are falling off. I um, took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got Matt. We've got Porkchop. We've got um, uh, uh, James. I can't remember his last name. We've got James. I, don't, I didn't say anyone else's last name. So Yeah, we've got a bunch of people signed up. It's going to be really fun. You didn't really say Porkchop's real name at all. <laughs> oh, oh, B-Rent. Sorry, that's his, that's he just takes pictures of B Rent. B Rent is his is a rap persona. Um, oh, I, I, I thought taking pictures of B Rent was like the B cast of Rent. Like it's all of the um, <laughs> understudies. <laughs> that is now forever what Brent will be to me. Perfect, <laughs> Jesse. I'm so happy that's to be here name. with all of you. And also with you. There it is. (laughs) I'm going to start today by asking you a question, and I want you to answer honestly. (laughs) There it is. I was like, it's not a salute. It's not three fingers. Oh, it's this one. (laughs) Um, I'm really just asking you this question so that I can tell you my answer to this question and why you should watch the show Calls. But what have you been watching recently? Well, when I was back in uh, Hickory, North Carolina with my mommy, uh, we were watching The Vampire Diaries. Ooh, Vampire Diaries. Because I like that show, and then my mom, I like I really like that show, and then my, I told my mom about it because she was watching the second spinoff, and I was like, you gotta go back and watch The Vampire Diaries, Mom. She so watched she went- the second spinoff without having seen the original? 
Well, I don't think she realized that it was a spinoff. Oh, okay. But so she was watching it, and I was like, you've got to go back and, and watch The Vampire Diaries. And she binged it all and then restarted it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she and I just, we watched a lot of that. And then, oh, man, while we were there, while we were eating dinner, we watched a lot of Jeopardy. That show Ooh. slaps. If that show a were a song, show. it would be a bop. Rest in that peace. That show is good. It's good. No, it's still going. But Alex Trebek. Oh, is rest dead. in peace, the Trebekker. Yeah. You know, now they have guest guest hosts. Um, since I've been back, since I've been back. Kelly Clarkson. I've been <laughs> catching up on long missed shows. I was just catching up on shows that I missed. Um, I did start watching Doom Patrol while I work. It, I mean, Ooh, I'm. That's the DC wa- show on HBO Max. Yes, and it's a spinoff of Titans, which I have seen. Mm, which is itself good. a spinoff of Teen Titans, the cartoon on Saturday mornings. Yeah, this is a spinoff of a spinoff of a spinoff. <laughs> Everything's a spinoff these days. Um, I've seen one and a half, maybe two episodes of uh, Doom Patrol. It's good. But also, Casey and I are going back and rewatching old episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race because I've gotten him into it, and now we're watching from the beginning. Is that a I mean, show I've already seen like- it. Is that a show that is is easily rewatchable? I feel like that's something that, like reality TV is not something I think of. Oh, I'm going to go back and rewatch this season of that reality show. Well, I think it is in that it's it's not one of those like Jersey Shore or one of the romancy ones or the Real World it's like not where gay it's bachelor. just like Oh, Gay Bachelor. Uh, I just love the gays, so I want a Gay Bachelor that is for the gays. Breaking news today. What's his name? Colton Carrie Underwood. Colton, Colton Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. He's a bachelor uh, who came no, out as GA gay. GA gay. Well, uh, former now, bachelor. Sorry, continue. Yes, I'm interrupting no longer, you every single no time you start a, a sentence. If you don't stop interrupting me, I'm going <laughs> to cut your penis off. <laughs> JK, you can keep your penis. I don't want it. But because RuPaul's Drag Race is like, it's like, I mean, like America's Next Time Model. I've gone back and rewatched some seasons of that. Um, so, yeah, you can totally go back and, in my opinion, if you are a Drag Race fan, at least, you can, or you like it, you can go back and rewatch it. Now, we're on season three, and I hadn't seen seasons one, two, or three, but I've seen every other season since. And there was a lot of, well, because you couldn't find them, because the first three seasons were like, you, they were on logo, or they were like pre logo. I don't know, but you literally couldn't find them. Oh, it's, uh, I don't know what it stands for, but it's like the LGBTQIA channel, but I don't think that channel exists anymore. That's what like the L word used to be on and um, Now it's all just Bravo. I probably. Queer Eye's on Netflix now. Yes, it is. And I don't think Logo's a channel anymore, but when Paramount Plus released and we got access because Casey's parents have it, Every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, U.S. and All-Stars ever are on there. So I was like, oh, hell yes. So Casey hadn't seen any of the old seasons. He's only seen this one and the one before that. So we're just going back and we're watching it up. But there is a lot of, like, misogyny, racist, like, subtle racism, subtle misogyny, all sorts of things uh that i'm noticing like one queen who is from indonesia came out in like a native american headdress 
and this like real Native American outfit. And I was like, no, 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 that will not fly. <laughs> and then another one who is, um, she Filipino? I'm brain farting. But she did like a real offensive Chinese accent. Mm. Like where a lot of the, uh, like where the letters are mispronounced and whatnot. And yeah. I was like, just because you're from that continent doesn't mean you can do that accent. But um, yep. then, there, then there's been a lot of like subtle sexism and, and not so subtle sexism, just like in your face that I don't like. But I've been enjoying watching it. That's Tell us what you've been I, watching. I, I will in just a moment. I just, I wouldn't expect that show to be a show yeah. that has any kind of like problematic content on it. Well, like, for example, one of the most recent episodes, uh, they had to do like a, a specific genre version of a RuPaul song. Yeah. And it was the same song and they each had to do a different genre, They're like six different genres maybe. And one of them got like hip hop. And I thought she did great, but she was, she had like fake, you know, queens will often wear like big silicone, silicone titties. Yeah. And she had those, but she had like star pasties over the nipples and like a mesh thing over top. And like her hair was great. She had a hat. On. I thought she looked great, but they were like, mm, we were looking for hip hop. That was more strip hop. And I was like, I'm sorry. Have you not seen hip hop? And what's wrong with it being in quote strip hop? And they say there's been a bunch of other things, but that was just the most recent one where I was like, what the fuck? I she, guarantee I'm, I'm, you. They were just on set, and they were like, "We need some zippy one-liners." Um, hip hop, more strip like hop. strip hop. Ooh, ooh, how do we how do we work that in? Uh, let's tell her we hated this because Awful. it was too strip hop. I guarantee you, that's how the conversation went. I wouldn't be surprised, but even still, that's like you shouldn't say it. And she didn't win. I think I don't think she was she wasn't in the bottom that week. This particular queen, but I was like, I thought she did amazing. She came out and danced the shit out of it as well. And just because she had fake boobs with pasties out, sticking, popping out, you were like, mm, mm. She said it, she was inspired by Lil' Kim. I was like, this is exactly something Lil' Kim would wear. Yep. A hundred percent. So I was like, this is some 100%. bullshit. hundred percent. Um, I've been going to the movies about once a week in the last month. I am now, once again, an AMC A-lister. Thank you. Um, so yeah, That's seeing, I, I watched like Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, excuse me. Is that good? Saw, is like, it worth it? It's on HBO Max, isn't you it? Should, you guys should watch it. I mean, the story of it is okay. dumb, and Millie Bobby Brown's storyline is is stupid. But oh yeah, I forgot it's, she's in it. It's that. just cool to see, like the the action scenes are really really dope. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's worth a watch, and. So I've seen a lot of those things, but what I really just, I, I want to bang the doldrums right now and just say everyone needs doldrums. to watch the show called Calls. It's a show on Apple TV Plus. It came out about a month ago and it is nine short episodes. They're like between 12 and 20 minutes long each episode. And it is, uh, the visuals are only text transcriptions of the phone calls that the show is about. And then, like, some weird, like, phone call staticky conceptual, like, um, visuals that go along with it. So there's no, you don't see the people, you don't. Like on Cops? <laughs> yeah, when like on Cops. When they talk, they like, the 911 calls. calls. And you yep, can see it like down that. at the bottom. <laughs> but 
they are uh it's this this really cool series of just a bunch of individual phone calls that are all kind of it's like a it's like a radio show or like a, a podcast that are just little sci-fi snippets in every show and it tells a really okay. concise story i also recommend highly recommend watching them all in one sitting if you can it's about three hours of content but it is uh after about halfway you'll be like I can't stop watching this right now. So, so plan out three hours, uh, and it's Perf. it's really freaking cool. It was to the point where I was basically the last two hours of watching it, I was just constant goosebumps. My nipples hurt so bad by the end of it because they were always perky. Could they have cut diamonds? Yeah, they could have cut diamonds. Diamonds. So that's it. Okay, it's on Apple TV it. Plus. Um, if it's you have an Apple the device, call or calls. It's called calls. Calls. Yep, it has a ton of Calls. stars in it. It has uh, Aubrey Plaza. It Calls. has Nick Jonas. <laughs> Calls. Think about that word "calls." It's just—it just really hit me. I was like, "That's a weird word." Calls. Remember when I had that whole thing about walk, 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 <laughs> talk, talk, walk, talk, calk. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone watch calls. It's awesome. Um, I got texts about. I'll I posted it on Twitter. I was like, "Everyone should watch it." If you don't have an Apple device, you can still get Apple TV Plus on um, on like Android TVs or Roku or a bunch of shit. Roku. Let's move on to our healthy competition. So with our healthy competition today, we play a game together. The first one, uh, the first thing to mention is that last time we were together, we played the Rotten Tomatoes Roulette, where we tried to guess which movie had the higher roulette or the higher Rotten Tomatoes rating. Uh, I did pretty, pretty, pretty good on that one. And that was the episode where we fucking fooled you. <laughs> fucking fooled you. Because it wasn't last week that we made it. You bitch asses. <laughs> um, today we're playing a game similarly themed around movies called Shia Shania Zendaya. Ooh, that's fun to say. <clears throat> it is fun to say. Shia Shania Zendaya. Shia Zendaya Shania. Zendaya Shania Shia. That's what we're playing today. Just <sighs> this game is 13 questions. Okay. A possibility of 26 total points. Here's how it works. I will read the IMDB description for each of these 13 movies. You can read? I can read. Actually, no, I cannot. <laughs> I just have picture pictographs of all of the words. Yeah, um, you talk. You can read emojis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I have. I have slightly altered some of these descriptions to not completely give away the movie. So I will mm -hmm. read the description mm -hmm. of one of these thirteen movies from IMDb, and you will tell me one the name of the movie. That's where you get one point if you can name the movie based on the description. None of them Two. are TV shows. They're all movies? Uh, some of them are TV shows. I will let you know if it's a movie or a TV show. Okay, because I was going to be like, I don't know if I know any Zendaya movies, but I know of at least two TV shows. I will then uh, give you a second point if you can tell me whether that movie has Shia LaBeouf, Shania Twain, or Zendaya... What is Zendaya's last name? I don't know. I think she's just, just goes Zendaya? by Zendaya. I think Let's it's just look. Zendaya. I think it is just Zendaya. Well, I mean, that's what she goes by. According to Google, her name is Zendaya Marie Stormer. I think that's how you pronounce that. Or maybe Stermer Coleman. Zendaya Coleman. That is not the last name you expect. We'll call Coleman. her Zendaya. 
Shia, Shania, or Zendaya. You have to tell me which one of the three of those is in this movie. Hot. Does that make sense? Yes. Perfect. So two points. Name it, and then which one it is. Correct. Okay. Here we go. Number one. Set in Depression-era Franklin County, Virginia, okay. a trio of bootlegging brothers are threatened Ooh. by a new special deputy and other authorities angling for a cut of their profits. That's definitely Shia LaBeouf. Definitely Shia. You got a point there. It was, it was I, I remember the movie. It was Shia. Venom. Uh-huh. His uh-huh. Big old hunky Tom Hardy. And, and this is the movie they were filming, is it not? When he found his dog that he yes. rescued. Uh, what is this movie called? It's also the movie when Tom Hardy freaking like the and biggest Tom- badass of all. So good. He had his throat slit right. and he fucking held it together with his hands. Yes. I know that <laughs> oh this movie God. was good as hell, but yep. what was it called? That's the question. <laughs> Shite. Shite. I can LeBuff. give you the year. Well, you already know. You already know the movie. You just don't know the title. That won't so help. The year's yeah, not I gonna know help. what movie it is. I remember this movie. We saw it together in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Is it bootleg boys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It is not bootleg boys. Name is Lawless. Lawless, motherfucker. You even <laughs> yep. own it, don't you? I do. Yep. Which means I have access to it. Correct, Amundo. It's a good fucking movie. So you got one point. That was a Shia movie, and you got that correct. <clears throat> Number two celebrates the birth of show business. And tells a vision tells of a visionary who rose from nothing to create a spectacle that became a worldwide sensation. Is this the greatest this showman? This is a movie. This is the greatest showman. That is one point. That's Zendaya. That's Zendaya. That is also a Zendaya movie. Yes, correct. You got That's two points for that one. As soon as you said show business, I was like, and then I was like, that's the greatest show. Shania Twain's not in that. Shia LaBeouf isn't fucking in that. It's Zendaya. <laughs> then I was like, wait a minute. I've seen that. It is Zendaya. It is Zendaya. <clears throat> so you now have three points out of a possible four. Moving on to number three. This is a TV show. This show follows two women throughout their daily lives in New York City, making the smallest and mundane events hysterical and disturbing to watch all at the same time. Is this Broad City? This is Broad City. Absolutely correct. One point. <laughs> was it Shania Twain? No, a Shia? A Shania? It is a Shania Twain. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> Yay! There's Yay! A, uh, <laughs> there's a running joke on it <laughs> that anytime Abby has to get out of something, she always says, I'm training Shania Twain. And she works at a gym, <laughs> so she's pretending to be a personal trainer. And then one episode, Shania Twain shows up. Right, Shania Twain. All right, so that Damn. was the easy one for I feel all like of a these. Woman. Some of these are going to get a little <laughs> bit more challenging. Uh, okay, let's do it. You have five out of six points total so far. Number four, the true life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Is this that movie that just came out with Shia LaBeouf? It is a movie that just came out in 2020. I cannot tell you whether it was Shia LaBeouf, Shania Twain, or 
Zendaya. Can I guess that it's Shia LaBeouf? Can I guess you out can of guess order? That it's Shia LaBeouf? Yes, you can guess that it's Shia LaBeouf and you will be wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, there's that point that I've lost. Yep. Will you read me the synopsis again? The true life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Who even is that? I don't know. Is this in uh Well, can you tell me who's in it since I got it wrong? It's a Shania movie. It's a Shania movie. I'm just just to be clear, there were slim pickings for Shania, but I'd be damned if I was going to change the name of this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will be damned. Um, jeez, I don't even know. Saved. I know that's not it, but it's another Christian movie. <laughs> I still believe is the name of the movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Is it a Lifetime movie? <laughs> um, no, I believe it was like a, a real life. Not real life, but it was like actually a, a film. Well, probably not released in theaters. It's I don't a know. So real probably a lifetime. life movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number cinco. A teen living under house arrest becomes convinced his neighbor is a serial killer. That's Shia LaBeouf. That is Shia LaBeouf, correct. It's the remake of Rear Window, which was called Disturbia. Be-dum-bum-bum-be-dum-bum. That is correct. Yep. Disturbia. <laughs> 2007. Yes, it was a remake of that Hitchcock film, Rear Window. Yeah. We watched that together as part of the AFI Top 100 we movies. We did. I did not we enjoy did. it as much as Disturbia. No, it was so slow. It was just Jimmy Stewart <laughs> sitting in a wheelchair looking out his back window like, come yep. on, give me something else. <laughs> yep. All right. So you now have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of a possible 10 points? Yeah, possible 10. Seven out of 10. All right. Wait this a minute. This next one. Haven't I lost three points? You yeah, lost that's both how on the math Shania adds Twain up. Movie. Yeah. That, I was like, what? That's only two. No, that's, that's three. Yeah, because I'm stupid. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Number six. A boy balances his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens with his superhero alter ego and finds himself on the trail of a new menace prowling the skies of New York City. Jeez. Will we read that one more time? Of course. A boy balances his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens with his superhero alter ego and finds himself on the trail of a new menace prowling the skies of New York City. Is this a super, a Spider-Man? This is a Spider-Man. Yes. I, so I know it's Zendaya. Didn't she play the girlfriend in one? Oh my gosh, this is the one. This is, um, is this the one that had his, where the English guy played the Spider-Man and the girl who's a redhead, who or who's blonde but always is a redhead, played his, played his girlfriend. And she was in it. This is, do I have to get which Spider-Man it is? You do have to get which Spider-Man it is, as well as who's oh, in it. Oh boy. Well, it's Zendaya. It is Zendaya, correct. One point. Oh, gosh. Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was the Spider-Man. Wasn't he? <laughs> he was one of the Spider-Men, yes. Sp but in this one, he was the Spider's man, right? He was not. This, this is bordering on cheating, but this is not 
an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. It's fine. I know I'm not going to get it right because I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> like, which one's which? I like. I I know I won't get it. Um, okay, so this was a Tom Holland Spider's Man then. <laughs> Spider's Man. <laughs> That's how I, how I've decided to pluralize it. Um, Spider-Man. We're going to go on a field trip to the UN, Model UN, or Mathletes or something. I remember the movie. Yep. It's the one with Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> Bird person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? Spider-Man. Homecoming? Yes. Yes. We'll give that one to you. Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> I can't that believe was a I journey. actually... Found it. It was a journey. I can't believe I actually found it. Thank you for the You remember the, the model on... UN part? Like, man. And Birdman? Vulture. I remembered a Birdman. lot about it. <laughs> Birdman. What's his name? Um, Vulture. No, I mean his real name. Oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He was Birdman, wasn't he? He was Vulture. <laughs> no, but wasn't oh, yes, he? He was also Birdman in the movie Birdman. Birdman. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. That's he why I called him Birdman. <laughs> he does. And he played Batman. He did. He loves Another playing bird flying people. character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. All right, and Ooh. Birdman was really like a, like, it was not a euphemism. What do you call like what Wizard of Oz was? Allegory. It was an allegory for his role an in allegory. Batman. Allegory. Yeah. Was it? Is yeah. that why they did that movie? That's why, yeah, that's why it was him in that role. Is him as Batman versus now him as a washed up Birdman. What was the subtitle of that? The Or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. What a movie. Yeah. That movie was so good. Okay. We can rewatch that this week. Faux show. Yeah. Such a good movie. All right. With Number Norton, whatever this great. is. Yeah. This one's a TV show. Okay. Having gone missing seven years ago, the previously blind Prairie returns home, now in her Uh, 20s with her sight restored. Yes. The OA and it's Zendaya. (laughs) Yes, it is. The OA and Zendaya. (laughs) Two points this time. Trust. That's one of my favorite shows, and I'm so mad Netflix canceled it, and you can. I'm so happy. I am so happy. I hope your dick A just young falls actor's off. stormy childhood and early adult years as he struggles to reconcile with his father and deal with his mental health. Jeez, I don't know. Is it Shia? It is a Shia movie, yes. <laughs> Can you read it one more time? Yes. A young actor's stormy childhood and early adult years as he struggles to reconcile with his father and deal with his mental health. Even Stevens. Uh, the movie. I'm just kidding. That's not a real, that's not a real guess. Okay. Um, is this that movie that just recently came out? It came out in 2019. Nymphomaniac. Just kidding. He was in that. <laughs> that was that was a Shia movie that I almost used, except the description of it on IMDb said the word nymphomaniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bad movie. It's not worth watching. And there's apparently a part two. It's bad. Um, geez, I don't know what this is. Is it uh, p- p- Puddin? <laughs> it is not Puddin. <laughs> no. I don't know. 
It is Honey Boy is the movie. Honey Boy, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Puddin. <laughs> you know, Honey, Puddin. <laughs> okay, okay. So you get one so point I was for that in the, one. I was in the neighborhood. Well, I was like in the neighborhood, like just down the street from the correct neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve points. Twelve points this time. Ugh. We are now Ooh. moving on to one, two, three, four. Oh, shit, why did they come from that side? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is number nine. Number nine. nine. That's the Beatles. This movie is unreleased. The son of a noble family is entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Well, that to me sounds like it's the next Guardians movie. Guardians of the Galaxy? But is it not? But it might be Thor. Will you read it one more time? The son of a noble family is entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. I mean, it might not be, but galaxy. It just makes me think of Guardians, which isn't released yet. But then there's also a Thor Correct. movie that's not released it's in the yet. Pipeline. That would be about Thor. But he's not the son of a noble. Well, I mean, he's kind of the, no, the son of a noble family, the Chris Pratt character. Is it Guardians of the Galaxy? It is not. It is not. Okay. You can't tell me what movie it is, can you? Because that might give it away. I can, I, I can tell you the movie now, since you definitely don't get that point. Okay, the what's movie the movie? The movie is Dune. <gasps> I read that book and it was just okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I was talking to Matt about it because Matt wants to read it before the movie comes out, I think. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, Jesse said that she really didn't like the first two-thirds of the book and um, that she didn't like the la how the book ended either, but it was a pretty good book. <laughs> he was like, it sounds like she didn't like any of the book. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I did. I, I think it was, I was, I was bored with it. I know a lot of people love it, but I think maybe science fiction is not the genre for me to read. I really like watching it, but I don't think it's my genre for reading. Uh, that is Zendaya, though. That is Zendaya, correct. One point this time. Ooh, ooh. I'm so excited to see that movie, though. Me too. Because I can imagine, like, I didn't love reading the book, but I can imagine it's going to be a great movie. Like, you know when it's like you read something and you're like, it just, like I know it's a good book. I just didn't jive with it. And I'm like, this is going to be a great movie, though. It just, it also visually just looks stunning. I cannot wait mm -hmm. to see it. Oh, Big I mean, the planet IMAX. that they're on, look, I mean, is so, I mean, it's basically, um, what's the planet that Luke is from? Luke Skywalker? Tatooine. It's basically Tatooine. And it's great for film. It's just sandy. Mm, sandy. Lots of sand. And right. you get sandworms, which are like tremors, which is a great oh, movie series. Great series. Ass blasters. Yep. <laughs> All right. Number 10. A wrongfully convicted boy is sent to a brutal desert detention camp where he joins the job of digging holes for some mysterious reasons. That's Shia LaBeouf and its holes. That is correct. It is Shion and Holes. <laughs> dig it on, 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 dig it. Dig it. Stanley Yelnats. <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> name. 
<laughs> Looking for a thing of lipstick. All right. This one. A husband and wife team play detective, but not in the traditional sense. Instead, the happy duo helps others solve their existential issues, the kind that keep you up at night, wondering what it all means. I have no idea. Um, it came out in 2004, if that helps. We read it to me one more time. A husband and wife team play detective, but not in the traditional sense. Instead, the happy duo helps others solve their existential issues, the kind that keep you up at night wondering what it all means. I have no idea. Uh... Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> I you know that's not it. Kinda close with honey. I Heart Huckabees is the name of the movie. Oh, never saw it. Didn't even know Me what neither. it was about. <laughs> Me neither. Okay. <laughs> I Heart Huckabees. Uh, it's not as in the honey and the bees. Get it? Honey, honey and the bees. Bees. Honeybees. Oh, the honeybees. The honeybees. <laughs> that's annoying. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, speaking of honeybees, they're all over North Carolina. My brother, right in front of his front door, just had a huge hive of them. I'll send you a picture after this. A huge hive of like hundreds of them in a bush right outside his front of door. Honeybees? Had to have a beekeeper come in and pick up the hive and bring it away. My brother, speaking of brothers, has a, what do you call these trees in the back? They're like red Red something or others, but really they're purple. So I don't know why you call it a red something or other. They're really pretty. But I mean, they might as well have had a hive in there because there were, I mean, it was a, it was infested with bees. But they leave you alone. They're just up there doing their, doing their pollinating. But I was like, bees? these bees, 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 you can see the little furry legs just kind of hanging from their big fat honeybee bodies. Um, <laughs> God save the bees. Um... God the save the I mean, the people. queen bee. Save the queen bee, but not the queen of the United Kingdom. Queen uh, bee. Is that a euphemism for, for Beyonce? Uh, I, no, that would be Queen Bay. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, you should be. You should be. Now, who was in I Heart Huckabees? BT Dubs, I just sent you that picture. Of Am the I going to hate the look of it? Is it going to mm, be clustery? Maybe, maybe. I'm scared to look. I'm already like starting to gag. My throat's already getting tight. Nope. Mm -mm, mm -mm, nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. Hold on. I have to delete that. I have to delete that. I can't. I can't. Hold on. Oh gosh. How do I do it? How do I do it? More. Oh my gosh. How do I do it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's awful. Okay. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh. oh Bees. Bees. Uh, I have to slap myself. <laughs> <laughs> gross. Uh, okay. All right. Come back down, Jesse. Oh, gross. My, my, my skin is crawling. <laughs> Just like those bees were crawling all over that bush, all over each other. That doesn't gross me out. That doesn't feel clustery. That just feels like um, orgy-y. <laughs> orgy. Orgy. Orbies. Okay. Oh. Uh. We have to move on, or I'm going to keep thinking about that picture. Okay. Was that Who Shia LaBeouf? I Heart Huckabees. It is not Shia LaBeouf. It was Shania Twain. <sighs> I was like, I know it's not Zendaya. I feel like we've had too many Shia LaBeoufs. I should guess Shania, but I was like, it's fucking Shania. 
She, what else has she been in? But I guess she was in I Heart Huckabees. <laughs> it was that TV show, those two movies, and a bunch of music videos. That was it. I mean, and she could also be in the next two things. Um, so the next one, we have two left. Sorry, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> a look at life for a high... For, sorry. <clears throat> a look at life for a group of high school students as they grapple with the issues of drugs, sex, and violence. This is a TV show. Hmm. Is it Euphoria? It is Euphoria. That is one point. I haven't seen it. It's on my list to watch. But you were talking about grappling with like love, sex, and drugs. I was like, drugs. Euphoria is a Zendaya (laughs) show that I know about. It was one of the Zendaya Zendaya shows. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's this. Woo! Yeah. That was a show that I, I was either, I think I was either really sick or maybe that was right after my surgery. No, it was really sick. Yeah. Oh, it was when I got my typhoid vaccine, and I was like dead sick for like three days. Um, and I watched all of it. it. I binged it all in one sitting. And at the end of it, I was like, I didn't like watching that. Why did I keep doing it? And that was, yeah. Aww. Finally, last one. This is a movie. Zach runs away from his care home to make his dream of becoming a wrestler come true. It could be Nacho Libre. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> Nacho Libre. <laughs> it's not Nacho Libre, obviously. It came out in twenty nineteen. Correct. A dream of becoming a wrestler. Yep. Zach runs away from his care home to make his dream of becoming a wrestler come true. I have no idea. Huh. You want to take a guess at whether it's Shia Shania or Zendaya? Is it Shia? It is Shia. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> Shia. He wants to be a wrestler. And he was living in a care home. So presumably he's an orphan. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. No idea. It came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf. It's not the one where he's on front in the t- front of a tank because that was a war movie. Is it Honey Boy again? I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> well, um, there's a connection between the two. Is there? For Honey Boy, you called it Puddin'. So Which has a, sort a slight of like connection to the name of this movie as well. Jello, meringue, <laughs> iced cream, guava, agave, maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the right track. <laughs> oh, geez. Um,. Pie, baby pie, sugar pie, baby pie, <laughs> <laughs> cake, cakey, 
poodle bop <laughs> turbo. <laughs> Uh, pu- pudding, pudding, pu- <laughs> pursuit of happiness. I don't know. <laughs> it is not pursuit of happiness. It is the peanut butter <laughs> I, falcon. I know. Oh, never. I no idea. I feel like I you, have. Maybe I've heard of that. Really? That's. It's a fantastic movie. You should put it on your list of things to watch. It's the one where um, he crosses paths with a kid with Down syndrome. Well, a man with Down syndrome. Who escaped and wants to be a wrestler. Wait, I thought that was Honey Boy. No. That's him grappling with his dad issues where he plays his dad and then the other kid is the actor him as a tiny child. Oh. Also a fantastic movie. Peanut Butter Falcon. I feel like I have heard of this. Is it on Peanut Prime? Peanut Butter Falcon. I don't know. I saw it in theaters. Theaters. It's a shame he's... um. He, uh, I think he might be canceled, honestly, because somebody, one of his exes, one of his exes came out, yeah, was it FKA Twigs came out. Fucking Twigs. Fucking Twigs. I I think it might be formerly known as. I don't really know. Um, I I, I have no idea. But also it's fun to say, fucking Twigs. She, um, has come out and said that Shia LaBeouf like gaslit her and like wouldn't let her leave and like held a gun to her head a lot and does not surprise me horrible horrible human which sucks you should see both of those movies though they're fantastic (sighs) films I I will I believe they were both nominated for best picture that year definitely Peanut Butter Falcon was I used to have such a maybe Honey Boy was as well I thought he was such a Babe, during like and just after, even Transformers, Stevens. even Stevens. Oh, Transformers yeah. are so fine. He's hot shit. But like he, but then he really fell off the wagon. Lawless. I'm just looking at pictures of him. Yeah, I think he was hot and lawless too. Let's look. Lawless. Eh. You know, he looked like a prick in Lawless, but he was ha- he was still handsome. But, like, he's really falling off the wagon. You know who looked good in Lawless? Tom Hardy. Hmm? Tom Hardy looks good in fucking everything. Gosh. I'd fuck with That is a man that I would lay down in the middle of the road and just let him run me over in a fucking monster truck. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was going to turn into some sort of a sex thing. That was a (laughs) euphemism for a sex thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. What a game. How many points did I get? You got some points out of a total of some points. I didn't keep track. Perfect. I don't know. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I did amazing. You did very well. Proud of you. I'm I'm the best Steve Jobs. <laughs> the best Steve Jobs. I don't know why that's my thing. But that I'm was totally up for a healthy clear. competition. Let's go to our honest discussion. Let's discuss Let's do it. honestly. Last week we did a segment called Grind My Gears, Tickle My Pickle. This week... We're going to see, uh, we're going to talk about how did you entertain yourself on long road trips? Jesse, you've brought this, this to the table. Would you like to set it up for us? Absolute, absolute. So I recently just uh, made the trip from Chicago, Illinois, down to Hickory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. North Carolina. 
Wearst. Okay, okay. I grew up. That's not correct grammar, but that's where I grew up. And on the way down, it ended up taking us about 14 hours because we got caught in so much traffic. We only stopped three times, and every time we stopped to let the dog out, we also had to pee. So it's not like we stopped extra for the dog. She, by the way, is right. amazing in the car. Uh, for all her faults, she's great in the car. <laughs> but So it took us 14 hours to get down there, and it took us about 12 and a half to get back because we also got caught in some traffic. But Casey and I played a lot of games along the way and did a lot of ridiculous things. Por ejemplo, there's a game that Casey, that means for example, sorry, did you look confused? You look confused. (laughs) That means for example. Um, Casey used to play a game with his friends called the crotch game. And so. That sounds ominous. It does. So whenever you pass like a sign or a, like for a, for a business or a creek or a road or whatever, uh, or see something on a, like on a, uh, an 18 wheeler as you drive by, you replace one of the words with crotch. Okay. This is like the movie and poop see, game. It, exactly. It's like the movie poop game. But you see who can get the best f- phrase with crotch in it. I won on the way down. We passed, um, I don't even remember. Oh, it was Stinking Creek Road, is what we passed. <laughs> and I made Stinking Crotch Road. Which was Very great. Good. Very good. It was good. amazing. And Casey won on the way back, and I forget what Casey's was. Oh, I forget, but it was so good. And so we played that game. We also did a bit where we would pass, uh, like, you know, the, the big sign sticking way up high or on the, you know, like the big McDonald's sign. Or mm-hmm, like on mm-hmm. the, at this exit, you'll find these businesses or whatever. And we just right. made uh, commercial jingles for them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so those are the two that we played on the way down. Predominantly on the way down. Uh, we also played, so on the way back down from Asheville, we played the geography game where Ooh, you have boring. to say, it, 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 no, it actually got kind of interesting. Because once you get into it and you start running out of places and, and whatnot, you got to really think. So the geography game is where you say like a city, a state, a country, a monument, um, a big, like big name of a bridge or something like that. But you don't you so you take the the last letter, and that has to be the first letter of another uh, piece of geography. But yes. if it's like if it's like the Golden Gate Bridge, that is a location, you know. So uh, you know that's big enough so that with that you take the E. But if it was like Mount St. Helens, like you can't, like for Mount St. Helens, you can't have the last letter um, can't have been M because it's Mount, that, like it would have to be S. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like to, yep. To, yep. to follow something up with Mount St. Helens, the last letter of the previous word has to have ended with an S. Because like, so like river, mount, mountain, uh, that kind of thing, or bridge if it's not a, you know, a big landmark, right. you, you know, those don't count. So we played that. What else did we play? We played 20 questions when you did a person, place, or thing to figure out nouns. what... Nouns. Nouns. Uh, and then when that got boring, Casey decided to make it even worse 
and he wanted to do the number 20 questions. So where he's thinking of a number, <laughs> and you ask 20 questions to get the number, and the motherfucker did like 80.242 or whatever, and he loves it because he loves math and numbers, and I hate it. I was like, no, I do not want to play this game. Not this version. <laughs> and absolutely not. And then after that, to make things more interesting, we did another version where you take a very specific item from a fast food or like from a chain restaurant. It can be fast food, sit down, or like fast casual. And you have to do 20 questions to find out what the specific item is. We were really pulling at straws oh, there God. at the end. <laughs> yeah, okay. it sounds like it. <laughs> but uh, like, we, Which the, the irrational number am I thinking of? <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Stupid. And he was asking me, like, is it a prime number? And I was like, what? I don't, I don't fucking remember what a prime number is. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, is it evenly divisible by three? And I was like, well, I mean, you can divide it by three, but it's going to have, it's a fraction. So I guess no. <laughs> <laughs> was like, he was asking me also, like, much more specific things. And I was like, I don't know. Is the square root of it uh, 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 this? I was like, I don't know. But then Casey forgot that zero is a number, so he had a really Ooh. hard time because my number was 200.987, and he totally forgot about zero, so we had a good laugh about that. But making up jingles for uh, businesses is a great way to pass the time, by the way. That sounds like the most fun of all of them you've described so far. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a fun one. You know, you've got the classic license plate game. We didn't really play that, though. That, you know, whatever. But uh, just love a good game to pass the time. And, I mean, obviously you've got yeah. your reading, you're playing video games, you're watching TV. But if you weren't going to have those, what are some things you would do? Like, when you were younger and you were going on road trips with your siblings, like, what are some things you'd do? So we, um, we did do a lot of the, the video games, movies, that kind of stuff. We had mm -hmm. a conversion van. Uh, most of my childhood. So it had a TV in it. We eventually put a Super Nintendo in it as well, and we were playing Super Nintendo games. Uh, something also, by the way, something else that I just learned recently. You know when, when you were a kid and you were playing on a Game Boy or something like that, and you know you didn't have a light, and you, so you had to like do the light of the streetlights as your car is going by them and like play yeah, the game and, like straining to see it at night? Because you can't turn the light on because I can't see will wreck the car, which is not true. <laughs> It is not true. That's what we've been led to, led to believe our whole lives, is that if you turn on a light in the back of the car while someone's driving, <laughs> you just explode. You can't and see. You can't see. Not and, true. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I took the kids to Target for good report cards. And one of them wanted nice. to, Mason wanted to read something, or Matthew wanted to read one of the books that he got on the way home. And so he turned on the light. I could see perfectly fine. Yeah. Didn't even realize there was a light on in the car at all. Nope. There was a lying bunch of whores. lied to us. Yep. Yep. So Jerks. we did that. We had always we had a literally a big tub, like a big rubber made tub that's like two and a half feet tall, three feet wide, full of VHS tapes, uh, Super Nintendo games that we would just have in the back of the car. That's nice. And so we did that a lot. But on the rare occasion that we didn't do any of those things. The only thing I can remember playing as a kid was um, my dad, my little sister, and I took a beach trip one time, and we played a game where it's the alphabet game. 
So one person has the letter A, and then you have to find a street sign that starts, a street mm. sign or a road sign or a restaurant or something like that that starts with the letter A. And then the next person has B, and the next person has C, and you just have to go through the alphabet till somebody can't find something within a certain amount of time. Yep. Q was always hard, but being in the South, there was always a Quincy's. Always. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we played those, but... On the trip, so when we when we took a trip to New Orleans for the comedy festival for Cupid, mm, I was just about to ask you about that. Yep. Yes, we we all rode in a big fifteen passenger van, a bunch of you know twenty something, thirty something adults who do comedy, and you can imagine mm-hmm. fun stuff happens on a however many road hour roads was sixteen eighteen hours from Chicago to New Orleans. Um, we played a few games. One of them was a game called My Cow. <laughs> And I don't know if you're familiar with My Cow. I actually don't even know if it's a real game or whether it was something that we all made up at the time. But anytime you see a cow on the side of the, like in a pasture or whatever on the side of the road, you say, My Cow. You have to moo? Oh, okay. No, you say, you say, My Cow. And the first person to say, My Cow, gets every cow in that area. Yeah. So we just had to moo. <laughs> so it, I played that game growing up, and you have to moo. <laughs> <laughs> so you get that those cows so like if it was a fence if it was a square fence and thing and there were five cows in there and you say my cow then you get five of those cows if you pass a graveyard then you scream graveyard and everyone else's cows die <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how that all you it, the goal was by the end of the trip to have the most cows mm-hmm. um, so we played my cow we also did um, Would You Rather. So we there was actually a video. Oh, yeah, that was one Casey got into at one point when we were in North Carolina. Yep. <laughs> we had a card game that actually had a bunch of scenarios on it. And that's where this is the, get out of here, wizard. Like that that thing that I used to say all the time. It's where this came from. Mm-hmm. It was a, a Would You Rather card game. And one of them was Would You Rather, uh, oh, there's there's a, not really would you rather. I guess it's just more hypotheticals. But there's a wizard or a person walking down the street. Or you're walking down the sidewalk. You pass by an alley, an alley and you hear, psst. And there's a, a person in there that claims to be a wizard. And they can make you. And they say, if you give me $100, I will make you. No, if you give me $20, I'll make you 1% more attractive to people. And you mm, won't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing visually that's going to change about you. But suddenly people will be more will be more attracted to you. And so he's like, I'll give you one for free. And he says, boop. And then you just notice somebody turns their head and just looks at you and smiles and continues walking. How much money do you give that wizard? That, so those types of questions we had, mm-hmm. you know, things. Um, so that's always fun. Just those kind of like scenario, hypothetical things. Yep. Talking about what you guys would do. Definitely. I used to love those types of games as well. And that is, that's, is in the vein of like a would you rather kind of a thing. And Casey and I did some of that. Uh, we, we also did, gosh, this reminds me of being a child. I spy with my little eye (laughs) something that starts with B. Uh, and Casey would be driving and he's like, I'm looking at it now. And I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it now. (laughs) I was like, what are you looking at? Uh, that was always fun. I used to count porta potties because I'm a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I had like a running number and I never, I didn't start over each time and I could recount the same porta potties. <laughs> there were very lenient rules. <laughs> I just eventually, I don't know when or why. Oh, I don't know why I even started that. Don't know when I quit. I mean, I was still very young. Do you remember uh, what your last number though. was? Nope. Don't remember. Uh. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was high and it was ridiculous because, I mean, you could count the same porta potty an infinite number of times on any given road trip, um, assuming you pass it and see it with your own eyes and you spy it with your little eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, my, what, what did we do with my brothers growing up? I don't know. I feel like slept and read and listened to our own musics. But Casey and I like to play games, so we just play games together in the car. That was always, that's always fun. And he comes up with the most ridiculous would you, uh, would you rathers. I'm trying to think of one. I don't remember. There was a, there was a, oh, go ahead. Uh, there was a, a brief period while you're thinking of your would you rather. There was a brief period where I, I collected mini keychain versions of board games. And so they were like, mm-hmm. they were smaller than a deck of cards, but they had Monopoly, they had Life, they had Ouija board, all of them. And each one of them had a tiny little drawer that you could pull out and get like little tiny, like little cars that were magnetic and could go on the Life board, little uh, Ouija board thing that you could push around, little <laughs> Monopoly car and hat. So I would, I, I mean, obviously we didn't have like the money and the cards and all that kind of stuff for all these games, yeah. but I would, I guess, somehow pretend to play those games. You know, and there's like the the little... Like tiny battleship games. Uh, I remember doing those yep. a lot as a kid, playing those in the car. <laughs> playing with your little keychains? I didn't know you collected those. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, when I was Do like... Do you still have those? Know, maybe, no. I was like 12 or 13 or something like that around that age when I was just... I would, yeah, collect board game keychains. I mean, we all go through weird phases, don't we? Board game keychains. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't remember any of the specific would-you-rathers, but it was, it was just absurd. And... uh a lot of dumb things. Casey decided he'd rather have snails for feet instead of having worms for hands, but that he'd rather have hands that are always wet instead of, I forget what the other thing was. Damn it, what was the other thing? Hands that are oh, always shit. wet sounds awful. It does, but he's like, I just wear gloves. Because he's always complaining because his iPhone doesn't work when his hands are wet, and he's like trying to scroll up on a recipe, but he also doesn't dry his hands after he washes them. Oh and he and he's like, I did. But like he just kind of like smacks his hands at the towel. <laughs> I mean, they're still kind of wet. I mean, like really wet. And he's like, oh, you'd think it could work when my hands are wet. And I was like, well, but they're like sopping. And he was like, I could have wet hands. I just put on gloves. I was like, but then the gloves are wet. And he's like, well, I'd invent a glove that, that doesn't get soaked. <laughs> I was like, so a lot of the would you rathers would lead into ridiculous discussions. Like uh, one of ours, I don't remember what the would you rather was, but it led into a discussion of uh, me having a, um, would have my own shop in space and I would sell moon boots and moon pies and sunglasses. <laughs> Stupid space-themed or named things. Really dumb. You never know where those, where those conversations will take you. So that's really, that's, you know, I love a good uh, road game. And Kay- Casey and I, both directions, 
down to North Carolina and back up. We didn't even turn on the radio or music at all. We just talked and played games the whole time. Wow, that's a sign of a maybe a good sign for our relationship. Yeah, but also it's just a ton of fun. He was obviously stressed. He drove the whole way. I did offer for all of you out there wondering if I offered. I did, but he didn't. He wanted to keep driving, so I paid. I kept my eye on that dog, and uh, we just had healthy, honest discussions, just like this. Whoa! (laughs) Bring it full circle. Speaking of Crossfire, my yes. nephew got a game of Crossfire for Christmas from my brother as kids. But obviously, I mean, they didn't he didn't get it until like a couple of weeks ago when they all went camping together because COVID. Mm-hmm. They didn't like see each other at Christmas. And he brought that when he came to visit. And just wanted to keep playing. So Casey was playing with him. My brother was playing with him. And I kept singing, Crossfire. You'll get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire. And Joshua, my little nephew, was like, what is that? That's the theme song. (laughs) And that is immediately in his eyes when you became the old aunt. (laughs) What is this weird thing you keep singing from 1994? (laughs) Crossfire. <laughs> it's so catchy, though. It is catchy. It is one of the the like primo jingles from our time. It really is. And then yep. da- my oldest brother David, Joshua's dad, came in, and uh, I sang it, and he got a huge smile, and he laughed, and he goes, "I forgot about that." <laughs> how do you Only- <laughs> forget about that? How do you how do you see that gift and not immediately think Crossfire? Crossfire! <laughs> Uh, well, that was a great honest discussion. I just wanted that to was. chat about fun road games. I love I'm road excited games. To, we, so I'm going to uh, Rhode Island again in the beginning of June. June? And we were, we were going to go up to New Hampshire. And we were gonna, I was going to fly into Rhode Island, and then we were going to take a road trip up to New Hampshire. I was very excited. I was very excited. I haven't been on a road trip in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, was, I was excited to take a road trip with those boys, too. But then we decided a lot of people are way out of shape and can't climb the mountain that we wanted to climb in New Hampshire. So we're just going to stay around and eat a lot of pizza instead. So I was, I was looking forward to that road trip. And not go to New Hampshire? Or to even no. walk around and eat pizza no. in New Hampshire? We're just going to – we're going to have a pizza – we're going to do a pizza crawl. Similar to my donut crawl that I did for my birthday that I ended up regretting mm-hmm. because I ate way too many donuts and wanted to die. And with um, the gourmet donuts, I don't know what it is, but they're like extra rich, extra sugary, extra yep. giving you the runs. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Part of it too was, well, there were two things. One, Tom and I went to what, four or five different donut shops. And at every one, you know, I had to, I tried to get the same type of donut as everyone to compare and figure out which donut place was the best. But we started eating, like, we ate a whole donut and then, like, half another one. We're like, all right, we'll get to the next place. And by the end of it, we're like, I take a bite of this donut. And I was like, ugh, I'm going to throw it away. But part of what happened, too, was that I also brought milk. <laughs> and oh. as you drink too much milk throughout, it's just like that. That makes you feel like a bowling ball. Yeah. It, yep. I mean, milk will fill you up and eating milk and donuts. I mean. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
and donuts. milk with a big old plate of spaghetti as well. Mm. You drink mm. milk with everything. <laughs> That's one thing that I'll never forget. Yep. You will drink. My whole you're like a does. big kid. Well, not my whole family. Drink my sister does. Mandy, Mandy drinks milk with everything. M- mouth. Well, not anymore, I don't think. But it's because we're mouth. all getting old and our digestive system systems are going to shit. Gives her the shits. <laughs> yeah, everything gives her the shits. Everything gives my brother the shits. Sugar-free Jolly Ranchers give me the shits, but I still eat them. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Priorities. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we are just about done today. Before we wrap up, I would love to tell you about our content. Go to affabilities.com if you would like to be a guest on the show. You're the guest, guest, guest. You can also find guest, links guest, there guest, to guest. our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us there. Help us get a vanity name on YouTube, like youtube.com slash so AWR. I'm so vain. Probably I bet think I the think song this is song about is about me. me. It's oh, true. I said I'm so vain and my dog came over. <laughs> yes you are you also have Respawn Aim Fire our video game podcast if you're curious and interested in video games you can see me and Holden Michelangelo DePardo that's not any of his middle names Michelangelo hook up with us on Twitter go to Twitter follow us at Affable Idiots at Respawn Aim Fire be our friend and before we leave you today we always like to leave with a parting positive thought something to send you off into the night thinking I'm Batman. <laughs> At least I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie Neighbors, where um, where Seth Rogen and Zac Efron are talking about who's Batman. And that movie is so like, stupid. <laughs> Seth Rogen's like, no, Michael Keaton or Val Kilmer. I can't remember who. Maybe it was Michael Keaton. He's like, no, I'm Batman. This is Batman. And Zac Efron says, Christian Bale. He's like, no, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I love Zac Efron. Watch that again this I week. hope he never gets canceled. Please don't get canceled. Zac Efron cannot get canceled. He's got that. <sighs> he's got that. That hot dad bod look. Apparently on the that Netflix show about nature. Yeah, and, but I don't know why people keep calling that a dad bod. It's not like he's even overweight. He's just bulkier. He's just, right. He's just not super shredded Baywatch. Kill it's yourself body by shame, not eating. Calling it a dad bod, and that is wrong. Stop the body shaming. It's true. It's true. He doesn't Shame even have a son or a daughter. For body shaming. <laughs> so here's our positive thought <laughs> from C.S. Lewis: You are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. I always like to remember that when I think of like how Samuel L. Jackson didn't get his start until he was like forty something in Pulp yeah. Fiction. A lot of the great actors haven't had their... Although, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, to be fair, he's been in every movie. He was in Coming to America in the 80s. He was. I just saw that for the first time this week, and I was uh, like, look at Samuel L. over here up in this McDowell's trying to rob it. And so was Christine Baskets. <laughs> yes. Did <laughs> you know, Anderson. though, that the producers, when Coming to America, when, when Coming to America came out, they, like made them put a white person with a speaking role in. Like there really? are other there are other white you see a few other white people in it, but none with like a role uh they, like the of whatever magnitude uh Louis yeah. Anderson's was. They made him do it because they thought no one would come see it if it's an in quote realize. all black movie. Yeah. I didn't even realize like I was when you said 
so and so the other another white person who was speaking I was like there were plenty of other white people like the guy who owned McDowell's no no well they get no you're right it's basically just Louis Anderson it's yeah and I was listening to a podcast before I went to North Carolina because I watched I rewatched that movie and watched the second one with my parents in North Carolina and but I was listening to a podcast while I was packing for that and it's a she's a, an English black comedian who lives now in the US she moved here literally right before everything shut down for the pandemic but she's got she's a comedian and she's got like some Netflix specials and whatever but she was talking about like black comedy and black things and um uh, you know uh, how they've been oppressed and all sorts of you know things surrounding that but then she was talking about uh coming to America and she's like that's a black movie but we don't even think of it as a black movie you know like and it's it sucks that you that people think of things as like oh that's a that's a black thing but like I've never like, and she's right though like most people so far as I know don't see coming to America and think oh that's a that's a black movie that's an right. all black cast but I mean it really it really is such a good movie. I, yeah, I didn't even realize that until you just said it. Yeah, you don't think about it. Because it sh- A, it shouldn't matter, and B, that's such a good movie. But she was like, Coming to America was so phenomenal, and did she was like, it was iconic in that it's, uh, it was came out in the 80s, the year I was born, in 88. I wasn't even born yet, because it came out in the summer of 88, I believe. And... It's an all-black cast, with the exception of Louis Anderson and a couple of people that you see here and there, hither and thither. That's a weird, weird phrase. <laughs> but like that, that movie was so popular, and like it's one of the best movies. It's like one of the like and most watched films. What stood out to me about it too was that I watched the movie, and what was refreshing about it is it was an '80s movie, and the whole thing was just about this guy looking for love. And he yep. treated a woman with respect and he courted her like a gentleman and it worked out. And it was like, what? After, especially after just watching Rocky recently and realizing there's a really, really awful rape scene in it. <laughs> and yep. everyone just accepted that as that's what love is rape. Um, so it was, it was refreshing to see that. Coming to America, groundbreaking. And also, when you think about it, so when you think of a rom com, you generally think of a female main character and the female is like trying to get you know it's it's female based most of the time um and and, or like she's the main character and then the guy comes in and it's like a co-main character or whatever but you never really think about a rom-com where it's a guy actively pursuing love like it's a guy that's like i want to have i want to get married but i want to marry somebody that i love and i want to choose who it is this movie is a rom-com, but it's not thought of as a rom-com, but it is. I the only other male-focused one I can think of was I Love You, Man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a great movie, though. But, like, uh, the only reason I brought that up is because we, I was talking with my mom about it and the phrase chick flick and how mm-hmm. sexist that is and how... I haven't... Um, because, literally, I have not heard that term in, like, I don't even know how many years. I I totally forgot that was a thing. I've heard it recently even, but we were talking about it. I was like, that's actually, that's a really sexist term because what men can't like romantic comedies, men can't like movies about love. Why can't they? 
you know? And then that got us on the conversation of how most, in quotes, chick flicks are female-centered. And they're the only ones that are thought of as that. But that, coming to America, really is, when you just get down to it, it's a rom-com. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's a damn good one. What a tangent. (laughs) What a tangent. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's good to be back. Fucking fooled you. Fucking fooled ya. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. Actually, this weekend, Sunday. You know, the usual time. The usual time. Until then, (laughs) then, then, hugs and kisses. Hearts and sharks. Shorty farts. (laughs) 